500 years before the cataclysm, a grand temple was built on a caldera in the mountains of central Eruvia. This temple attracted many worshippers to a deity long since forgotten. But one short century after its construction, the temple would be destroyed by four fallen stars. The demon princes, bound within obelisks of black crystal. They sat in a burning lake for the next 400 years, as the people of Eruvia built a city around them. No motive could be given for building around this ominous conflagration, save the claim from some that the princes spoke to them in their dreams and bid them prepare for a coming cataclysm. By the time the gates of death broke, this prosperous city was known as Uduasha, from the Hadrathi word Udu, meaning the well. As the spirits of the dead rose, the fires of the four demon princes proved a powerful spirit well. But while weaker wells endanger lives by merely attracting the supernatural, the Udu pulls with such force that any lingering specter is sucked into its center and never seen again. If these pillars truly are the princes, then their motives are unclear, but regardless, it is by the fires of the Udu that the city of Uduasha survived the cataclysm without the aid of His Majesty the Immortal Emperor. Entering the Imperium as a sovereign principality and uneasy ally. And right now, while we record this, it's the spookiest time for ghosts and ghouls. That's right. It's Halloween. Yay. And we're recording a podcast that won't air. <laughs> that won't air until November, December. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know why you're making a big deal about this. It will not be Halloween anymore. <laughs> but it's for us now. All right. Ooh. Wait, wait yes, it is currently Halloween. It is, it, obviously, what's going to happen is that uh, the episode is going to release on International Bully Greg Day. Uh, Every day which is, is why International we are, Bully Greg Day. Which is why we are obviously bullying Greg and saying, you fool, how could you? I mean, I'm just saying that because he is a fool. You should introduce yourself. All right. Uh, I'm Hannah. I play Angel Anderson, a young woman who watched a man die last session. Wee. Yeah, <laughs> let's deal with that. Oh yeah, I'm Guy. I play Pip, who has died inside. But like that was a while ago, so it's that it's not as a big a deal. Story. It doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. It's it happened already. Uh, I'm Stefan. I play Drix, and um, Drix is real messed up about what he did to his friends. So Yay. we're gonna touch on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. We will talk about that. Um, God, did I mention that I'm? We we know Greg, but did I mention I'm the I'm the one who runs the game? I'm the conductor, or the GM, or the referee. Uh, and so just just to preface this, what we're entering right now, our bulls the on on their train, the Pride of Duskwall, uh, after a harrowing encounter with a demon, invited onto the train for the express purpose of a. Uh, well, not destroying it, because that's quite impossible for our bulls, but uh, 
dispersing it and trapping it for some time. Uh, our party, our gang, our gang of line bulls has uh, entered Uduasha, Lakewood, according to Imperial uh, maps, but the true name is Uduasha, the Aruvian capital. And this place, uh, as you guys enter, most notably, there is no lightning barrier around the majority of the city except for a tiny section. The whole thing's almost like uh, octagonal, centered around what right now is like a, a, a dome that's like a glowing a dim red. And, uh, and uh, there's a tiny little section off of the octagon, like notably not part of the octagon, but clinging to it, that has a lightning barrier. But that's not near where the train station is. What shape is this other, like, small section? Imagine imagine uh, if you squared a corner of an octagon. So it's yeah, like a triangle, yeah. I guess. Uh, almost. It's mm. I can show you the map. There's the maps in the book. Udawasha is in the special edition of Blades in the Dark. Uh, I've got a much smaller version of my Duskwall uh, anxiety with here. Just in case some people have played in Udawasha before and really like this setting. Don't worry, we'll try not to ruin it too hard. But also, you know, if the the same thing stands, it's been it's it's been in canon decades. Get off my dick if something's wrong. <laughs> I make no promises. The train station, which is much less opulent than uh, most most uh, Imperial Railways stations, just like plain like stone. Um, it's near it's near that uh, lightning barrier section, which you know is the Imperial Ward, where. Uh, you guys will most likely be able to spend your chits for things. That's where, like, the Imperial Physical Trust is. As you arrive, all the passengers have left. Uh, we said goodbye to Ismail Dava. Uh, you guys are not off the train, off the train yet. Receiving your pay and chits and things and, and just the general uh, download. Trevor uh, is near you guys looking quite frazzled. He's like... Oh, I'm, I'm so I'm so glad you guys are all right. All right, but I just feel so bad. I I, I saw something was weird with the train, but I, I just I just thought it was the black winds, and I I should have checked. It's all right, Trevor. It's not your fault. No, yeah. but I, I the pride was acting differently. I could I could have done something. Tre- Trevor, it's it's nothing. It it was not your fault. I I apologize. I I don't. Is it your fault? You didn't you didn't <laughs> wish for this. Trevor, uh, all right. Uh, everyone, come come back to the crew car for a second. Uh, you guys, go to the crew car. Yeah. What happened today was uh, a little more than your average ordinary ghost fight, and I, Trevor, uh, you you were obviously put in danger too. And I would like to formally extend an apology to all of you. I I may have struck a deal with a demon hunter to help them out and lure a demon to the pride. I did not... God slam it! Demons are real? Apparently, demons are real. Demons are extremely real, apparently. I did not understand the scope of my actions... Or the fact that demon. I honestly, if if I'm being entirely truthful, I was operating under the assumption that demons were either not real or just kind of overblown. It turns out that was not the case. Dolly, if it was a demon, I should I should have known. It, it, it looked like a ghost, but kind of. It was weird. I I should have known. 
Trevor, Trevor, there's nothing you could have done. I'm. And I hate I'm that. The one. What, my dad wouldn't have been frazzled by this. He was. He, I'm, I'm supposed to be the engineer. I'm like in charge of the train. I, I know you know you guys respect me, but like I'm supposed to. Trevor, I respect you. Well, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you're I... a very, you're a very good friend, Rix. I, I I don't know why I said that. I know. <laughs> I but I but like you you respect me as a person, but not with my job. And I just. Well, it's not your job to fight ghosts or demons. Is it's not our job to fight demons either. It's not really. Look, I don't think, I don't think any of us could have done much about this, except maybe, Drix. But you know, he didn't know. Um, what we had here was a kerfuffle. We made a mistake. Things got out of hand, and we dealt with it. And we've learned, let's not do it. Again. What would you have even done, Trevor? What could you have done? Trevor looks uh, at once, like, frustrated with, like, powerlessness and also, like, he's holding something back. And that that moment, uh, there's a shoop noise as um, uh, a pneumatic tube message or magnetic tube message uh, shows up uh, from the office car uh, asking for you three. All right. Listen, mate, this is the one piece of advice I'm going to give. Worrying about something that's outside your own control is a waste of energy. You're better off taking it and putting it towards something productive. Like forgetting that it ever happened in the first place. Hey, uh... Let's go. Okay, yeah, good luck, Trevor. (laughs) Yeah, Trevor... (laughs) <laughs> it's 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 not your fault, and we'll 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 talk some sometime We're later. We're gonna go get yelled at. Yeah, you guys enter. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Oh boy. Uh. <laughs> damage around the uh, around the the hatch. I feel like towards a, the back of the train. I feel like a kid in the principal's <laughs> office, and I never went to the principal's office as a kid because <laughs> I was terrified of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Candace is sitting there. Notably, uh, you see uh, her cigarette holder is uh, not in her mouth or her hands, but on the ashtray that she keeps. <laughs> her, her hands are folded in front of her on, on her desk. Andrew is Andrew is not making eye contact. <laughs> Hello, Candace. It was not my fault this time. <laughs> well. If we're already getting to throwing people under the bus for whose fault it is, uh, whoever it was can step forward and stay uh, after uh, we've finished our payments and negotiations here. That that would be me, Candace. I mean, um, I... I, I, I <laughs> it makes sense, Andrew. After all, Drix was the one who told me that that uh, Daba fella was here on your request. I... I should have looked more into it. Listen, I I have not informed Mr. Walker uh, or the rest of the uh, Imperial Railways about what exactly occurred here. Unfortunately, that means, or rather unfortunately for you, uh, that means I will not give you, uh, I won't be able to give you any uh, extra chits uh, as far as the record is concerned. You uh, cleared no supernatural entities 
over this trip. Uh, we are going to have to report the casualty of one Mr. Miser. But uh, I trust me when I say uh, sweeping this under the rug is the best thing I can do for you all. Thank, thank you for your consideration, Candace. Yeah, sort of tiny nod. I can say once we arrived here, uh, uh, there was, uh, for you, Drix, uh, a wire of uh, some kind of payment from one uh, Sethla Deprezek. You can explain this later. Uh, it does apply to all of you. So I can write it down in your books. And the uh, railways will be able to will hold on to that money as part of your stash. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll give you the down low when this is all said and done. This Thanks, is reasonable. McKeel, Dunville, do you have anything uh, you'd like to say? I believe that I am still... Old chits, as per the negotiation in my contract. Correct. Yes. You, you, McKeel, are old chits. Uh, she, like, passes them along to uh, McKeel. Pippin takes two and then stands at a uh, an at-ease pose, which has both hands behind his back. One palm held up with two chits behind him. And kind of nudges it towards uh, Andrel and Drix. Andrel nods and takes one. Drix kind of gives him a silent, or he he gives him a silent like look of disbelief, but like slowly reaches out his hand and takes one. I don't. It could have been a lot worse. That's all I have to say. I know, and it's entirely owed to your efforts, you three. I'm not upset with you. Colburn, can we speak? Yeah. Um, you guys run along. I'll... I'll, I'll I want to talk to you in a bit, but... Who will we chat the pub, mate? See you soon. See ya. Yeah. Uh, as, as they leave, that's when Candace finally retrieves her cigarette holder from the ashtray, puts a new cigarette in it. Adric, I'm really not mad at you, alright? I'm just concerned that you felt the need to take this into your own hands, alright? I want to, I, I, I need to be firm with you, and I need to reiterate to you that you are not in charge of, nor are you responsible for this trait. I don't want this to come off as anything more than a, than a proper reprimand in the truest sense, alright? What you did, by not informing me at least, uh, has put me into a tough spot. And it also puts you three into a tougher spot. I could have helped. We all could have. You're you're right. I I should have talked to all of you before I had even uh, said anything to Cephala, and I should have informed you. But I, I I do I do swear to you. I it was very short notice that I found out this was happening, just before Ismail arrived. This this deal was struck a long time ago, and. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't, I can't fault you for the suddenness of it. Uh, I've worked with many clients and for many employers. I, you, you know how we're always hauling different cargo and passengers, but you need to, even if it was the last minute, if you could have told me minutes before we left the station, we could have more ad- adequately prepared. We could have had fewer passengers on. Could have been safer. This Mr. Miser... 
could you explain to me his death? I need to be able to write something down. I'm not going to write down what you say necessarily, but I, I just need to know. Yeah. Um, Mr. Do you, do you remember back, uh, back a while in Wintercliff when we had a layover there? Did you run into that? Uh, did you run into that spirit cult at all? Because the three of us all. Well, no, had... I, I, I followed the curfew, but I, I heard about them. Yes. Okay. So the three of us kind of individually had small run-ins with members of that spirit cult, and we got word from Cephla that they were they were up to something big, and I offered to Cephla to help them or to help ferret them out, and you know stop whatever they were up to. That's very noble of you, Drix. She told me that it was involving a demon, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I didn't fully believe her, but I figured we deal with the supernatural, we could probably deal with whatever it really was. But I, I didn't understand the gravity of my action. Drix, there is a, for a brief moment, there is a unnatural, perhaps even supernatural weight to the uh, the shard of Valdrani, the earth demon that you're holding, or you're carrying on your person, rather. You're not holding it out, but for a brief moment, it like weighs it weighs heavy and sags down your clothing. Drix like kind of he notices for sure, and he's not sure he should say anything. But as 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 you notice it, it kind of like it, it returns to its normal weight. By the way, like it's not like actively dragging you down or anything. Candace, I want to be completely honest with you. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out the shard. We fought a demon, and I have a shard of it, and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with it. But it doesn't seem to be, doesn't seem to be, what's the word, alive? It, but it does seem to react in weird ways. Well, I don't know what you should do with it, but if there's one thing I can tell you, is that the first thing you said was very wrong. That demon must be alive. Leviathans, they're they're full of life. That's why we use their blood to make plasma, because even the blood's full of life, even when it's separate from the body. If that's a part of a demon, I I might not be doing anything right now, but it's it's more alive than we'll ever be. Even separate. That's disconcerting. Yeah, I don't know what you intend to do with it, what you plan to do with it. Would it be wrong to say that it feels like it's a responsibility that I should carry? Drix, there's a, a reason why I picked you up for the Pride of Duskwall when you uh, applied. And I think it's that sense of duty. The fact that it was you that took this action, and the fact that you're sitting here across from me and we're having this conversation, it reinforces what I thought about you and your character. It's not that I don't think Andrel and Pippin are, well, Pippin's a lay about, but they're on here for different reasons. And if you carry that as a reminder, and you tell me you've learned your lesson, I can trust that what you say to me is true. And uh, she, like, takes a drag from the cigarette. Alright, wanna head into town? Yeah, um... Udawash was I, weird. No lightning barrier. Yeah, it's uh, a sight to behold. I didn't think this kind of thing was possible. <laughs> Yeah, well, it shouldn't be. But then again, I guess uh, it's a day of discovery, huh? Yes. Candace, 
thank you. And I swear, I'm going to make things easier on you. Not that there will be a next time, but in the future, I promise. Let me tell you, let me tell you, if there is a next time, I might retire. (laughs) Like, I once, I I told Mr. Walker once that they're going to have to cremate me in this train. But, like, if (laughs) if you're going to get another demon on this train, I might go. (laughs) That's a, that's a get Candace to leave button. All right. Fair. Fair, Candace. (laughs) God, slam it. That was terrifying. I know, right? Ooh, I... It looked at me. It looked at me and then it watched its eyes rearrange to the back. <laughs> it's awful. It was it was just like completely out of this world. It was it, it like it was like it looked wrong to look at. I just don't understand. Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, I'm going to head out. Uh, you can get out of my office. <laughs> All right. Thanks thanks Candace. Uh I really needed this and I'm really sorry. Bye. And Drix just kind of like awkwardly shuffles out of the room and like he sighs a huge exhale when he leaves. <sighs> uh, very good, boys. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Meanwhile, Pippin and Andrel, uh, you guys step off the station. Yeah, in the center of town uh, is what, where it should be the Udu. Uh, or the well is, is what you've uh, been informed, but um, currently there's a big dome over it that's slowly uh, like it looks like it's turning redder as though it's heating up. Um, but uh, that's like a very faint, faint source of light beyond the normal lanterns and things. Um, uh, how is the? I hate saying like how's the weather over there, but also like at the same time i am curious as to like what the climate is especially being around you know funny you should mention dome. that uh, we'll, we'll get to that more um but the black winds uh you see is sort of coalescing above uduasha uh into a big sort of uh, cloud climate wise though it's very warm there's a uh, black desert sands all over the place so this this section this area this city was built uh, like around some mountains, like a, a big mountain in particular. Pip is looking very, very flushed, like more so than just alcohol flushed, just like kind of like completely red. It's like, Whew, is it is is it hot here, or is it? I think he's gonna lose his coat. It's 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 kind of a lot. Damn it! You, you you feeling this, Andrew? It's warmer than Akaros. It's, it's all I'll say. You hear from behind you, also stepping off the train. Pippin McKeel, you absolute weapon! Weapon? And uh, Georgie goes over to you. You really think you're gonna go? You're gonna come into my train car? You're gonna give me some kind of ultimatum on the assumption that a demon is gonna come in and kill everybody? Assumption? The demon did kind of try and come in and kill everybody. Oh, Dina, make this about you last. Okay. Listen, Pip and McKeel. Yes, madam. I've been told by Trevor that you three knew this was going on. That you three invited this? This not entirely accurate. We knew a little bit ahead of everyone. I didn't, I didn't see any demon on the train. And then you come in and you tell me that you need to come on to the parlor car. And then, next thing I know, there's a demon on the train. Now, I didn't know how that can happen. Can you tell me? Yeah, I, I can tell you. 
here's what happened. I was informed that we were going to help hunt demons over this line. I was informed after we had started rolling. I came to you to inform you of the situation. It's not a pleasant situation for anyone. Ah, ah, ah. You, you can't run your mouth and assume that I'm not going to pay attention to you dodging the question. If you've got something that you're accusing him or what, us... What are you trying to say here? I, I didn't see any demons out there. Were there demons outside? How'd the demon get in? A guy brought it in with a rock. Yes. Do you know how demons come in? There was a guy on the train who was a demon cultist, and he had it in a rock in his pocket, and it popped out of the rock and killed him. And then we got rid of it as best we could. And thankfully, mercifully, it was just him and nobody else. I thought I considered as the one thought that I might have in that day, oh, you know who might like to know about this? The person who's in charge. The, the passenger's safety. If if in, you knew that one of the passengers... I didn't know! I didn't! Not until it happened! I tried to let you know. I tried to keep things calm and safe. And now, I'm sweating my balls off and getting harangued after getting harangued after getting nearly killed doing something that is outside the bounds of my contract and my employment. So I didn't even get paid for this. As well you shouldn't. This was extracurricular near-death experience. I do not appreciate it, and I don't think you appreciate it much either. Which is why you're here now, and giving me a hard time. Now, Georgie, as soon as I learn something that might cause distress or any sort of issue with the passengers inside and on the train that I cannot personally take care of with the other libels. I have made it my duty to let you know if that is too much responsibility for me to place on you, please speak now. You are more than allowed to be upset. You're gonna, you're gonna let me know. You're gonna let me know earlier. You're gonna let me know sooner. You're gonna tell me things. You're not gonna give me a last minute ultimatum. Alright. I will try my best to let you know, hey, hey. to inform you Dina, say that. Dina, earlier. You're not gonna try. You're not gonna try. You're gonna do it. Alright. Is this fine? It is a reasonable request. As soon as I know something, you'll know something. But I do not expect that this cuts both ways. You hear? If there's something that I or the other bugs need to know, I am requesting formally as your co-worker to let us know. Of course. As you can, as you can, I am the liaison between the passengers and the crew. So yes, I'll let you know.
And Angela, very, very nice of you to try to defend Pippin over here. But when I'm giving him a lashing, you don't need to step on in front. I then I believe this has been a productive conversation. Perhaps so. Terribly sorry, Angela. You were saying something. Angela, I think, is kind of locked up and fidgety in, like, you know, the manner of a school child in trouble and kind of not making eye contact with either. Uh, and she says, you accused all of us of, I don't even know, of bringing this here. I wasn't defending him. I was defending me. And look, I, Pippin's a mess, but we all dealt with, we all dealt with something bad that we didn't ask for it today and i'm sorry if we didn't do it perfectly but we just almost died so maybe <laughs> yeah she she like kneels down because you're tall for your age but you're not that tall and she mm -hmm. kneels down and uh puts a, a hand on your shoulder i can't know what you're saying less i spoke sharply and i, sh I shouldn't include you I, I, I shouldn't have done it my issue was with pip and you kind of just shrugs her shoulder free, turns around, walks off. Bell Tavern in the Imperial Ward. That's where your chits are good for the pub. Thank you. Drix, you doing anything? Or cut back to Drix. Drix. <laughs> Drix is exiting Candace's place. Um, I think more than anything right now, I think he wants to check on these two. So I think he's going to try and catch up to them wherever they went. To the pub, right? Yeah. So yeah, we're doing pub it's trips, and then we'll do Fizziger. <laughs> Can I do a thing with Pippin before Drix arrives? Sure. sure. Do you want to do it inside the pub or like entering? Inside's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are you guys uh, head into the Imperial Ward. Uh, so all the signs here are like there's signs uh, primarily in Hadrathi, which uh, Andrew, you're sort of getting like a bit more of an eye for. Um, uh, you, you, you can read some, uh, although the Imperial Ward has uh, is, is more, much more like bright harbor where it's like multi multi-language mm -hmm. um you you immediately notice that the sign for the imperial ward uh says uh uh ruku et which doesn't mean imperial ward <laughs> it means uh something like the hand that meddles in the stew god damn <laughs> uh um, but yeah, so you guys head into the Imperial Ward. Uh, you head into the Bell Tavern. There is a, a jovial uh, bartender, um, bartender uh, woman. Hello, welcome, loves. Oh, we got some railjacks, don't we? Come on in, come on in. Shrug off all the, the Deathlands fog. You're safe behind the lane barrier, aren't you? I need something stiff, and I need something cold. And those net don't necessarily need to be the same thing. Oh, I've got, I've got just the thing for you, just the thing. I, I got something that'll fill your belly and it'll also cool you off separately. Uh, we got some Vindaloo, uh, nice and palatable for some uh, acarosi tastes. Uh, and I've got paired with it, we've got this nice fruity ice wine. It'll uh, cool you down, but also warm you up a little inside. Warm your spirits. And you love, what can I get you? Oh, I'm afraid I can't get you any, uh, any ice wine. <laughs> yeah, um, something fried. <laughs> Something fried and bad for me, please. Fish and chips, little fish and chips. Sure. I'll tell you right now that the the fish is eel. Okay. I don't 
That's fine. Lady Hilda. Lady Hilda. She goes. She goes uh, off to grab to get the food ready, uh, but the the drink, uh, the the some water, <laughs> some water. And I some... I have made the executive decision that since Andrew cannot drink, her trauma reduction thing will be bad, unhealthy food. <laughs> Valid, valid, fair, reasonable. <laughs> I mean, same. Yeah, no, that's my trauma reduction since I don't drink a lot. Hey, <laughs> high five. Yeah. It's just you two. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was, it was mighty kind of, of what you did back there. It was, it was very brave. Yes. Yeah. It was very, very polite. I mean, I was telling the truth. It wasn't. It was for it me was, too. Yeah, it was, it's fair. It's also like, there's it's a lot of other words you could use and have used to describe bold situation rather than mess and it maybe a little bit more flavorful. Yeah, uh, I've heard a lot of people use a lot of words to describe you, but I'm not allowed to say most of them, so. Well, it's, who's, who's, uh, who's keeping track? That's true. I used to get yelled at for it at the orphanage, but... Do you I... see anyone else from the orphanage here that's gonna have a problem? No, I guess people don't really care anymore. Yes, listen, you're employed, you're doing hard manual labor. Uh, I don't think you should give really much of a care about what people think about what you say, other than what you mean. You, you know... The wine does hit the spot, though, Pip. (laughs) The wine does hit the spot. Pip. Yeah. When I was in that weird rock thing, why did you try to help me get out? Because you were in trouble. I'm not sure I catch you. There was a demon to kill. There were more important things to take care of than me. Why did you do you, I mean, I, we're partners, uh, us and Drix, so I, I, you know, we all look after each other, but we also are trying to finish something, and I don't know, is there, do you, did you want me to do something? Do you want some kind of, do you want something now? Why, why? I'm afraid it. I don't really understand the question. My priority is the anchor, as a member of this crew, as a co worker, is to ensure the safety of, first and foremost, the members, those who are occupying the train. That's priority number one. I would have been fine on my own, though, and you didn't have you didn't have to. No, I didn't. I, I guess I, I don't really have a, much of a reason. It was just sort of it seemed like the right thing to do at the time. It's maybe not the most intelligent, but also I oh, I don't think I need to tell you too much about that to really informed decisions. You are pretty dumb. Thank you. Hmm. She 
like plays around i think with the napkin on her lap and the silverware like anxious little movement for a minute and then well you're gonna use that, that napkin uh when the food gets here does does pip have a little square napkin of course let me, let me show you something uh, i learned this back when i was a kid mm-hmm. and pip folded into like a little paper hat mm-hmm. it's like it's very small, but like big enough to sort of like hang on one finger. Hey, there you go. I don't think. I my head isn't this small. Do we have? Ooh, we could put it on some of the rats when we get back to the train. Not more rats. If they're gonna be there, we might as well make them cute. I think you're severely overestimating how aggravating they are. I, they haven't bothered me yet. Maybe I. Maybe they like me better. That's certainly probably what is happening. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. You welcome. Is that it, or am I allowed to melt into a puddle of goo? I mean, you still shouldn't do that. But yeah, that's it. It's, it's metaphorical. It's uh, not even it's... that hot here. You acarosier babies. It's. <laughs> This is like a mild day. It's not even a, it's not even a day. This is it gets hotter. It's a warm summer night. It's a warm summer night, yeah. Yeah, in the afternoon it'll be it'll be much hotter than this tomorrow. Oh god. Oh no. Pip's sleeves are like rolled all the way up and he uh, wipes off his forehead and this is the first time that I think Anvil sees the uh, the blue tattoo which is shining extremely bright with the numbers. Four, four, five on it. Well, Andril is not Drix, so she immediately goes, "What's that?" <laughs> what's, what's what? Tattoo on your wrist. I've always wanted a tattoo, kind of. Uh, me and Gavin at the orphanage, we were gonna get matching ones uh, when we grew up and had money. Oh, nice. I don't remember. Huh? Was it? Is four, four, five anything? I don't know. Is it your birth? No, it is definitely not your birthday. There are only 30 days in a month. There's 60 days. <laughs> oh, it could be your birthday. There's 60 days of months in here. It could be your birthday or someone else's. Maybe. It's... I don't know. It's, it's really hard to look at. Yeah, it's kind of glowing. It's weird. The tattoos normally glow on this. Not really. Ooh, maybe it's a magic thing. Oh, I shouldn't say that. That's sorry. That's that's. We could talk about this on the tree. <laughs> There's probably the best place Pippin, for it. Pippin, if you don't remember things, it seems like you sometimes don't remember things. I love mysteries. <laughs> well, this... I can I can put this together. <laughs> you know what? I I have faith that you can, but also like. I don't, I don't know. Sometimes the some of the mystery leaves you less satisfied or more unhappy than sort of having the questions, you know. Well, you don't know till you try. Is this mystery, I suppose? Yeah. And don't like <laughs> waves to a waiter and is like, "Hey, do you have any crayons or anything? I have some stuff to write now." One of them, yeah, yeah. One of them like rolls their eyes and then sees you're a kid and then just goes. Can I get some crayons soon? See what I can do. Thank you! Outside! Uh, Outside. 
Drix, you're Drix, headed towards Drix, the, Drix, the pub. Drix, Drix. On, mm-hmm. on your way, uh, yeah, the black winds sort of form this cloud above Udubasha, and it starts to, you, you're, you head into the Imperial Ward uh, as rain starts to fall, and a single raindrop falls near you, uh, and uh, you swear you hear, like, whispered in your ear, I love you. <laughs> Sorry. And then another raindrop falls near you, and you hear, It's not your fault. Uh, another one falls. I'm just gonna rest my eyes. And another one falls, and you hear, and you hear like more voices over and over, saying these strange, like intimate but final-sounding things. I forgive you. Where's Dad? And stuff like that. And it just becomes a weird sinister chorus as the raindrops fall. I think Drix is kind of stunned and stops in his tracks the first time it happens and then as it goes on and gets like more frequent and louder and louder he kind of grips his ears and like runs to the nearest shelter. Yeah, I, th- I think I think you, you can you can head into the bell tavern. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I think Drix bursts through the door of the bell tavern and like <sighs> Can can anybody else can can anybody else hear that? Yeah, as he's saying that, uh, as some of the uh, the water uh, drips off of like Drix's coat and hat and it like, hits the ground, you hear stuff like, uh, "Please, my hands, I don't want to go. It's so dark." The rest of us can hear it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Drix, what happened? What? Yeah. Uh, uh, the rain. I gets up and runs. Just yeah, the voices and the the bartender lady who who got your food comes back. She, she comes back with like the vindaloo and the, the fish and chips, uh, and she sees you guys looking so concerned. It's your first time in Uduwasha, love. Yeah. Yeah, I've uh, I've never been here. Best stay inside when it rains. Cause when it rains, it pours. It does. The black wind what pulls a uh, pulls a little storm front in. Some kind of supernatural event. I, you're not you're not covered in water right now. You're covered in some last words. Oh no, I. Tragic, isn't it? Not the word I'd use. Can we get him a towel for the last words? Sure thing, love. Sure thing. Sit, sit by the fire. What what do you have? Oh um. Why is there a fire? What is this hot out? <laughs> Are you kidding? It's like not even. It's it feels like a it's like a nice. Kind of, kind of chilly night, you know. Yeah, you know. You're all men, all of you. Both of you. Can you, uh, you know what? Just something straight. Uh, n- nothing fancy. I just, I-, I just need a drink. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can take your place next to, uh, next to Andrel and uh, Pippin, and yeah, it just gives, gives me some whiskey. Thank you. Uh, drinks down the entire glass. You know, that was a Drinking and eating. It's it's fine. Um, did Ken did Ken yell at you? No, and uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. That feels kind of worse. Mm. She she wasn't mad, but I I think I really let her down. But also affirmed her belief in me. It was it was a lot. It seems like a traumatic experience. <laughs> yeah. You know what I like to do after having one of those? Let me let me take a single solitary guess. I've already done it since I walked into this pub. 
Pip nods sagely. Right. <laughs> yeah, Pip, um, taking one page out of your playbook for now, but... You, you should be careful about doing that too much. Drix, like, kind of takes the towel and just kind of keeps getting himself dry, like... I, 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 I think the area near his ears is, like, dry enough that it's, like, starting to chafe. <laughs> He's, like, still going at it. It's a very, very low fire, like, low embers, like, crackling just because, you know, just, just to keep it a little bit warmer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially with the rain. Pip sneaks the little napkin hat and puts it on top of Grix's majestic hat. <laughs> uh, hat on the hat. That's two cute. hats. Do Andrew takes like a fry. Do you want one? <laughs> Thanks, little Spurs. I'll I'll I'll, I'll, t- I'll have one. Thank you. I'm glad both of you were here. I'm... Physically, yes. Well, that's usually the case now, ain't it, Nikhil? This is this is more like the drinks we know. This is good. Oh God, you you burning up? I'm really not. He's it, not. It, no one is but you. Why am I the only one that's hot here? You're a baby. <laughs> oh. I... I feel like, more than anything, I'm so sorry to you two. I put both of you in extreme danger today. And I didn't have that right. I didn't quite know what I was getting into, but that's not an excuse. I... Listen, mate. We're co-workers, right? Yeah. We got into a bad situation. It was a little bit more than any of us were expecting. Were expected to handle. We made it out with minimal damage and ready for the next job. None of us are happy about it. None of us are particularly enthused. But we got we got a story, and we know we're not going to do it again. But next time. We can at least plan ahead in case things go their belly up. Pippin, it's not that easy. I I hurt you two. And you're my friends. And I'm I'm gonna regret that for a long time. I didn't I didn't want I hated every second of watching you two suffer like that. And all I had to do to prevent it was not sign us up for an extracurricular activity. What happened there is my fault. I think Angela like doesn't entirely know what to do. She's very like she's taking in the sight of somebody genuinely hurting over having caused her harm. Uh and doesn't entirely know what to do with it, but she shrugs and says, You didn't do it on purpose. Sometimes bad things happen. We nobody I mean, like, it it's your fault, but it's not really your fault, you know? There wasn't any malice in the action. And we know that, and you know that, is, is fine. If you really want to make it up to us, if you really do, just try not to get yourself into as much trouble next time. Yeah. This is not, you don't have to do this to yourself. Thanks, both of you. We get beat up enough every line, torn up on purpose. You, you don't need to throw a few punches your way. Anyway, you know, 
Yeah. Just, uh... There's no handicaps. Are you two okay? Like, really? Mikhail, I know. I know that you would rather forget everything, but... I don't know, part of me just... Part of me just needs to talk. I need to know that you two are gonna be... Okay. Going forward. I... I don't... I'm always okay. Are you sure? Little spurs. I mean... If I... If I say this, you need to promise that you're not gonna get weird about it, okay? Don't do... You can't feel bad and get all mean to yourself. Okay. Um, go. Was there anything else we could have done to, to, I can't, I've never, uh, seen someone die before and I don't want to, was there anything we could have done? For Mr. Miser? I don't, I don't think so. He was, he summoned this demon on his own. Even if we, even if we pushed him a little bit, and you, you, we, we couldn't have known. We figured we, there, there was no reason for us to suspect that it would even try to hurt him. I, I figured we were gonna have to fight the both of them, and then it happened so fast. I don't think there was anything we could do. Okay. I'm sorry you had to see that, Andrew. It's okay. I'll, I'll get over it. But if it helps, I mean, he wasn't a good guy. No, he seemed really mean, and his nephews seemed kind of like pieces of work, honestly. Those yeah. was, you know, capitalists. Yeah. Capitalists are terrible. Capitalists are terrible. Uh, some other people by the bar are like, Yo, oh, isn't that right? Yeah. Clink, clink, clink. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. I'll remember that. Not the capitalist part. I mean, I will remember that, but uh, the the part about not being anything else we can do, I'll remember that. He made his own choices and they led to more consequences. Let's try not to do the same, but much more deliberately. You're right. You're right, which is weird. Oh, basically. <laughs> broken clock is right uh, twice a day. Uh, yeah, so I think you guys uh, drink and eat through the remainder of the short night. Outside, in the middle of the city, the large metal dome uh, in the center uh, that was slowly growing redder and hotter and hotter uh, has reached the point where it can take no more, uh, and it lifts up and unveils. Now, Andrew, Pippin, and Drix have no frame of reference uh, for this, but as the meager embers of the sun try to burn their pitiful brightest, they're outshined by what's almost like a proper sunrise coming from the center of Uduasha, from the Udu, as four, uh, like, obsidian pillars uh, are revealed by the, from this dome, and they're all, all four of them are burning with these, like, celestial fires. And the light comes through the windows, which is, you know, weird that this place had windows. <laughs> Not in hindsight. Hot damn, though! Fire! Fire! Yeah, what? I don't... Hey, what's that? I'm not sure. Uh... Oh, it's just the whale. Yeah, it's just the whale. It's a big old, it's a big old spirit whale they got in the, um, they got in the center. Say, little girl, aren't you, uh, aren't you a Rubian? Shouldn't you know this? You're not from the city, though. 
No, I'm I'm from uh, Cloudspire. I I grew up in an imperial orphanage, so. No wonder you're so eloquent, love. Uh, Thank you. I read the dictionary. It's true. Don't worry. It'll just be up there for twelve hours, like a like a sun. Twelve hours. Lots of water. Cool. That's kind of pretty. They collect steam all night up in that metal dome, or heat for for steam-powered uh, technologies and things to keep the city safe and running. And uh, that gives us a little dimmer switch during the night. And uh, yeah, during the day we got light. It's not so bad. Not so bad being stationed in Aruvia. <laughs> it looks kind of pretty, actually. It's beautiful. Yeah, there's all like there's a lot of um, color to the architecture around here, which. You know, you really couldn't appreciate uh, in a city that didn't have light. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, so who wants to do physics stuff first? I assume for Andrew it'll be less uh, medical procedure and yeah, more talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go talk to Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. We'll see Pip first. Okay. Because right. Pip, Pip had been run through. <laughs> Pip, Pip did almost die. Pip is in a way. TM. Pip. Uh, you enter the Physiker hut here in the Imperial Ward. Um, you know, you're good and drunk. Well, he's drunk. It's not even, this thing's not even bothering you, this, this wound. And, uh, it's, it's not like gushing blood or anything. Like, obviously you bandaged it, you bandaged it, but something needs to be done here. Uh, you enter this, this, the, the hut, the familiar hut, uh, with herbs hanging from the ceiling, unctions and potions brewing, and... Sweet sterile air. Oh, it's it's so nice here. This is so cool. I myself do find it quite temperate. Although I suppose I have long forgotten the feeling of other climes. This is unfortunately sometimes you just need to get out of your own space, you know. Just get out of your own bubble. Ah. But that is where. All you and all the other bulls and such that I treat, for thou art my lifeline, my connection to the outside. Regale me with your stories and tell me, what gave you that horrid wound? Oh, it's it's it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a demon. It's made of rocks. It was full of eyes and had never burning flames. It was rather unpleasant. It was quite formidable. Uh, please, uh, just get on to this table so that I might examine thee. Yes, you, you got it off. I got sassed you as an, an imperial employee. I, I kind of like, uh, I kind of like peers, a, a co-workers, yeah. Thou art correct in this regard. We are peers. Uh, I have a, a, a question. It's, uh, maybe, maybe a little bit of... Be of advice. So I, I got this co-worker. It, it, they're the younger, youngest co-worker, sort of on the on thing. It's just like ah, thou art speaking of badge name Dunville. Is this is correct, boss? I'm trying to speak in you know, vague, vague terms just to to be more convenient, I suppose. But like, this is like generational gap. I'm not like. Uh, how, how do I talk to the, the young people? <laughs> ah, well, in that regard, I am afraid I am of little use. 
uh, I too have tried to relate to uh, young Andrew <laughs> and have found myself quite vexed. Oh, Ian Reed. Oh, that's. That's, that's right. Oh, I've seen this. It's. It, Almost as upsetting as this wound uh, you see uh, already as you've been talking. The the physiker, uh, the physiker has like been like examining the wound, poking product. You see, like they're holding medical tools. Didn't notice they had. You're really drunk, and there's like they've applied Very some drunk. balm around the wound that's like even making like your sensation fade. They're doing some work there. Oh, this is nice. This is normally like. I, I sleep on my, my my belly, so it, it got real upset me. But there was just like spot now on like all of my sheets and all of my blankets is 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 is, very, is right upset me. It is. Well, I have done what I can, but uh, I have I have both uh, good news and ill news. Which would thou prefer? But what's the ill news? Is it do I? Do I have a disease? Nay, uh, this be more about what uh, thou no longer has. I have been unable to uh, save one of your kidneys, <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, your liver has somehow taken more damage. No, it's this is pretty substantial. I do have the good news, however, is the liver does regenerate. Ex- excellent. Once, well, once, once for like a good a good amount. And you do have a whole other kidney. So don't lose that and you're fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's alright. It, you might see me again. Yeah, you know, it, it, there's some other things that ail me. And, you know, but like, I, I appreciate you, Doc. I, I'll, I'll, I do. I am well aware that I shall see thee again, Pippin McKeel. <laughs> Uh, they're all done, and you see, uh, the wound is closed and covered with that red cross mark. It's, it's, it's working on there, it's just, oh, oh, I'll be, I'll be seeing you, and, uh, uh maybe less time I'll, I'll have a... I would recommend preserving your liver by perhaps taking it easy. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot stress this enough, it regenerates like once. <laughs> no need to worry about that, it's... I got, I got plenty of preservatives for it. Yeah, right. It, I, you know. I shall see the anon, Pippin McKeel. <laughs> Andrew. Andrew bursts through the door, yells, Jerry, you're cursed? What the hell? I would say in this very moment, I am perhaps cursed with a screaming child. Excuse me? Those were my ears. Your ears will recover. Ah, uh, so true. <laughs> I read your wall! Excellent! Yeah. I, I let you! Yeah! What the hell, Jerry? Well, uh, I have often thought to myself, what the hell? Oh god, this is gonna be weird. It is what it is in this world. That's a terrible attitude. Uh, unfortunately, one, I have uh, no choice but to adopt, oh. and they uh, tap part of the wall. <laughs> These words are all around me at all times. Within mine own head, within mine own heart, and within the walls that with which in it, within which I live. I can accept these and live with them, uh, or I can, I suppose, just perish. Although I suppose I cannot perish. Well... Nope. Can't perish. Well, 
Can we, like, help? I don't know. I mean, most of this stuff, I don't know. We can mess with the sun a little, maybe. I don't know. Do you want, like, a book? I can bring you a book. I would very much enjoy a book picked by you, young, studious, Andrew Anderson. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'll, I'll get, I'll, Trevor has a lot of books. I'll, I'll find something good. I don't know. I, hmm. Normally I'd just tell you that we'll fix it somehow, but I don't really know how, to be honest. I am very skilled in medicine. I've been practicing far longer than you, Pippin, and Drix have been alive combined. And let me tell you that oftentimes, when unable to treat the cause of uh, some ailment, it is often enough to ease the symptoms. I let you read the words inscribed upon the walls of mine own hut because knowing somebody else knows feels a touch less lonely. Joel, like, stares at them for a minute and then is like, I'm gonna bring you a, a bunch of books. Ooh, does this mean gift giving is thy love language? I don't know what that means. Ooh, exchanging love language is phase three of what? our connection. I, this is, okay, this feels a little weird, honestly. Nay. Uh, I'm terribly sorry, dreadfully sorry. Oh, goodness. No, no, I've no, come upon too strong. I've no. come upon me too strong. I, listen, listen, you're healed. Look, you, you okay. look down. You look down, all the bruises from the rocks and stuff have like the fate. Uh, plus marks or oh, check marks. Thanks, check marks. Jerry. I'm good. I no. This is. It's all good. Worry not. Fret not. Fret not. It's over. We're good. No. We go. I'm gonna bring you some books. Sure. Sure. Next time, maybe. No. You can go. You okay, go. Okay, bye. Uh, just, oh. as, as you're leaving, you hear like, what? I fouled it. I fouled it up. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Share his precious. <laughs> oh no, Jerry! <laughs> oh gosh. Heck! Oh no, I fouled it! <laughs> I fouled it! <laughs> oh, meanwhile, in the light of the Udu. <laughs> Edric, a.k.a. Drix, prowls for uh, his side job with time bought with that extra chip. Drix, you didn't tell you didn't tell anybody that you were going to do this side job? Nope. Drix, uh, Drix, you know, it was pretty last minute, but he needs, uh, he needs occupation of the mind. You follow where you were told to uh, meet with your employer. It's like an alleyway. Looking around, you're like, oh, is this like a shady person that I'm supposed to be meeting up with? You know, like a criminal or something. As you look around the alley, you turn around at one point and see a door where there was not one before, you swear. And you, you notice it now because it's open. So how could you how could you have missed it? There is a figure inside, uh, a man's face covered with the exception of yellow cat eyes. Colburn. Yeah, uh, hi. What's... That's that's me, but honestly, you arrived just in time. I am Cross Dava, and I have need of your services. Uh, um. Okay. Sure. What could you? Uh, what, what do I need to do for you? Please step inside. I was about to explain the situation to my other guest. All right. Let's let's do this. 
And Drix enters. You uh, enter, sitting in a small, weird, like, workshop. And sitting there <laughs> is Pippin McKeel. <laughs> oh, oh uh, hey, Drix. Hey, small, small world. Sorry. It's cool. I'm terribly sorry. Is there something between you two? <laughs> no, no. No, I mean, no, no, nothing, nothing explicit. It's just, you, you know. All right, I wasn't going there. We're 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 coworkers and friends. Adds Drix to Pippin's list of potential ones. <laughs> Is he already there? Probably, but puts Should another tally, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'm just happy to be in the the heat, as it were. It's it's not that hot. I, I am not staying here. Uh, I will say I will say this, uh, Pip. It is notably cooler in this little workshop. That's that's why I said. Yeah, it's it's strange how how cool this area is and how you can't even see any hints of the light from the udu. Huh. This is weird. Is this kind of like the physical thing? I don't know what you mean. Don't think about it. So, so what do you have need of us to do? I require the construction of. Two devices for a contract of my own. I will pay you handsomely, of course. Absolutely. Sure thing. I require two devices. One will involve lightning oil. And for that, I brought a line bowl. This is this me. The other will involve halting the flow of lightning oil. So I've procured another line bowl. That may or may not be me. That that's a weird way to say it, but also here. Thank you. Did, did you perchance acquire a third line bull? <laughs> no. Okay, I was just curious because you know you separated them out the first time. <laughs> what are we doing? Two separate boxes with two separate uh, little tools inside the boxes are up. Pieces of sturdy metal with clear instructions on how to assemble. The parts are in little sheets connected. The tool used to free the parts from their sheets, as we've established with Krastava, <laughs> reminiscent of a model kit. <laughs> Wild. Please work. And if you work well, I may have you work further with me in the future. And then maybe perhaps I shall explain the nature of this place we are in. A mystery. Man, Andrew would love this. Right. So, yeah, I'm just going to need some rolls from you guys. Uh, how do you guys think you would um, sniff this shit? I got no to use finesse for this particular endeavor. Just, like, be very careful. Just, like, I'll leave a little bit of face. Just, uh, but also, like, try not to stress the actual piece, etc., etc. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about this because I will go on forever. All right, so, go ahead and roll me I would a like finesse. To roll finesse. That is two fours, and I have a plus one, so that is a nine. Nice. Two, I avoid trouble, compromise, or cost. I I think Pip just sort of like very carefully, very methodically, very cleanly does this, and it is a long process, but it gets done, and it looks nice. Drix is going to look over at what Pip is doing. Yeah, <laughs> if you'd like. Genuinely, roll me insight. Oh no. Alright. Not, not the himbo. That would be a 7 minus 1, 6. Crap. Not the himbo. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. So your, your own work suffers a little bit, but I wanted you to roll insight for a reason. 
you can you can ask one of the questions off the insight list right now. Boy, um, this is a pretty mysterious situation I've given you. Yeah, sure um, is. What's what's really going on here? So Pip just built some kind of uh, directed explosive. It doesn't look like it's going for like a big area, like you know, it it it, it wouldn't be a big explosion, but a powerful small one. And what you're building seems to be sometimes kind of like one part, one part like weird circuit breaker, one part like clamp <laughs> or vice rather. Something's going on. <laughs> There's chicanery afoot. I think Drix is going to raise his hand. You may speak freely. What's what are we building? Devices <laughs> for for use in Eldira. For what in Eldira? Are you prepared for this knowledge? I am. Once you know, you might be an accomplice. I would like to know that I am doing the right thing. And if I'm not, then I would like to have the option to refuse it. Do do I have to be privy to this (laughs) You may cover your ears if you so wish. (laughs) Pip does so. Still holding the, uh, the cutters. I can assure you that what you are doing is the right thing. I will use that device to damage the propeller of one of the metal ships of the Imperial Navy currently docked in Aldera. The device that you are making will ensure that the shear pin does not sever the propeller and save the rest of the boat. By damaging the propeller, I shall sink the entire thing. It shall be one less ship to threaten all of Eruvia. The Imperial Navy, won't they just send more people? Let them. I shall send more devices. You're not going to solve anything this way. It's... I get it. I do. You... You... You're tired, right? In some ways, I am no longer capable of being tired. But in others, my exhaustion could reignite the sun. Are there going to be people on that sub when you sink it? Only officers. Hardly people. Bam! Stables. Uh, Andrew, you show up to uh, nice stables. Um, yeah, I want to hang out with some horses <laughs> while you guys do that. There is a gentle-looking uh, Iruvian man brushing a horse's mane. You know you're supposed to meet one. Next set, Kutu. They're pretty, you know, there's nothing exciting. You, you, you know for a fact they just uh, happen to... Own, own various stables, and they buy and sell horses and rent horses to people. Hell yeah. You see, uh, you see, it's this beautiful horse that they're uh, brushing. It's, it's, it's uh, a horse that's got a, a bay coat <laughs> and some dorsal striping. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's got so this, like, this, like, muscular build to her. She's, she's a little wild, it looks like. <laughs> Angel's gone, like, starry-eyed. <laughs> Next set. Uh, turns turns to you. Ah, you must be Andril. Yeah. She's a beauty, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Talitha. She's gonna she's gonna sell for a lot, I know. Talitha. Pretty. Uh Talitha whinnies a little uh. at your approach. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, uh she also she also does like to eat. And as you know, that means she does like to poop. They do do that, don't they? So I'm just gonna need you to muck out her stables a little bit. I was gonna take her off for a little, little bit of an exercise. Okay, bye, Talitha. 
I can, I can, I can, I will do my duty to make your home more comfortable. I'll tell you what, when we get back, uh, you can spend a little time with her. <gasps> Thank you. Such a cute kid. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it goes to bring Talitha out. How do you approach this stable? Um, listeners, I, Hannah, for those of you who don't know, I'm I'm the resident podcast horse girl. Um, and I worked worked in a barn with horses for several years of my life. And so I know from personal experience what it is like to muck out a stall. And it's often more of a mental task than one would think. Oh. Yeah, the poop kind of like hides. Oh, so you're going to roll insight. I was. I would like to roll insight to find all the poop. Go for it. <laughs> find that poop. Hey, find that poop. I will try. Uh, ten. Nice. Andrew Poop Hunter. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's it's a it's a bit of a time, but yeah, you find all that poop. Get it on out of there. Get some... It hides under the chip sometimes, you know? Sometimes the horse is like kick betting onto the poop. It's 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 a whole process. Clear it out. Get some fresh bedding on there. This stall's looking nice. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. When you get back, uh, Nesket looks. Uh, ne- sorry, Nexet looks uh, very pleased. That's so great of you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Ah, uh, not a bit of complaining too. Such a such a cute kid. Uh, Talitha uh, Talitha whinnies again and sort of uh, bumps her head, sort of like <gasps> into your chest. <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to finish up grooming her some if you want to join in for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I'll help. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's how you're spending the rest of your uh, beautiful day in Udwasha. Guys, I miss horses. Aw. I haven't seen a horse in a while. <laughs> gotta, get your, gotta get you to some horses. Gotta get me to some horses in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that sounds like a lot. Uh, sh- sh- who wants to go first with their role? You you know you guys. You guys craft the craft boys. Sure, let's uh, do it. Roll me that D6. Uh Stefan, you got a minus one. Ramp. <laughs> and a plus zero to a guy. Well, that was a uh three. Okay. I got a four. Cool. Uh the same thing. So first of all, plus two stash or plus one favor. Which would you like? Pip takes one favor. Drix is gonna have a favor. As, as as the next day passes, the, the light from the Udu begins to dim as the dome slowly starts to go, go up on top of uh, the four obsidian obelisks. Uh, almost like a, like, a, like a sunset. A door opens up on the side of some building in a place that makes no logical sense and where you definitely didn't see it before. Uh, but it's open now, so how could you not have noticed it? And uh, Cross Dava is there. Your devices did well. Come in. I ought to pay you. Eh, eh, be nice. Yes. Ushers you into that workshop. Nice and cool in here, Pip. Excellent. I trust I can count on you again, should I have need. Yes, certainly. Uh, 
I thought if I may make a, a bit of an odd request, could I... The, uh, local Eruvian currency. I, I wish to, uh, procure something in a bit. And I'd rather not be quite so conspicuous. Understandable. This is easier for me. And you, Colburn, do I have your services in future, knowing what I would have you do? As long as you continue to work for the good of the people, then you can count on me. I will do what I can, though I fear I am fighting a war of attrition against a man who famously cannot die. Yes, 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 right, Pickle, yes. Drix leans over to Pip. Attrition, question mark? (laughs) Do do you know what a siege is? Um, yeah, it's where, like, a bunch of people attack for, like, a couple of days or something, right? Yeah, the point isn't so much to, like, cause, like, a conflict. It's more just sort of, like, you burn them out of resources until they give up. Oh, okay, it's like a, it's like a stall. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's, All right. It's, 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 you you got to tire out the bull before you take it by the horns. I got you. <laughs> yes, it is much like that, and I myself am quite tireless, though I am sure not nearly as inexhaustible as the man that sits on a throne above others. Theoretically, he would be uh, fairly full of energy. <laughs> Do you know where you are right now? Uh, I have a hunch. But if there's not information that you would like to volunteer, then I shall not question it. I have no idea where I am. I can speak freely with you, knowing you are line bulls. You protect people. You are cogs in imperial machinery, but that machinery which is necessary for life. Not every place can have an Udu. It's, it's, it's true, Hayes. My campaign against the Emperor will go on for as long as possible. Because I am no longer human. I see. There's a fella I heard about. Cross Dava? Yes, I have made quite a name for myself. The fella you heard about? When? It's, uh. It, it was a while ago. It was, uh... Yeah, Nar- Narcus Breakiron, uh, the Scotlander sailor. He was, he was back in, uh, in, in Bright Harbor. He was... He, you wouldn't happen to have any need of getting goods ships in and out of Ticheros, would you? Perchance? Always. I, I might have a, a fella for you, but I, I might need to owe something in, in return. Understandable. Just, just some directions. And where I could get something made. Of course. And I was about to volunteer to you some information that you can look into if you'd like. I have my eye on it, and perhaps your professional opinions would be helpful. I am undead in such a way that is different than many ghosts or other strange supernatural forces. Do you know of hollows? Bodies without spirits? I'm uh, familiar, yes. Well, I have seen on these many nights that they say the hollows gather at the old relic in the square. Now, I do not mean the Udu, for while the celestial fires burn, the hollows act normal. But in the night, 
I have seen them gather around the dome, feeling its warmth or piercing through it. I do not know what is their fascination, but it unsettles me. Yes, any wood. Trix, do you have anything else to ask? Uh, question. You wouldn't happen to know anything about magic, would you? I am very familiar with ritual. My own body is the result of such. Trix pulls out the first stone. Uh, the cat eyes, uh, god, what's the, like, they can turn to, like, slits, you know, like, like, what a cat's. Why do you have that? I acquired it, and I am curious as to what it does. Why would you bring it along? It does nothing, hopefully. That is a piece of a demon. A minor one. Not like the prince's, but a demon nonetheless. I'm sorry, did you say a minor one? Yes. <sighs> Can you not feel the power of the four demons trapped in their obelisks that make up the Udu? An entire city of energy swirling. You've noticed the lack of a lightning barrier here. That is because all supernatural force outside of a body, that is, is powerless against their very presence. They are imprisoned, and yet the pressure they exert can be felt throughout an entire city. That is mighty impressive. Not to mention their stature. They're tremendous. That rock looks very small by comparison. You're right. Thanks. Thanks for the info. I'll save my question for for next time, perhaps. Then I look forward to your aid. Andrew, 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 that's a six. That's a six total. Mm-hmm. So uh, your uh, your options are, of course, uh, you can earn plus two stash, plus one favor, or get offered a job doing ghost work by someone who can pay well. Mm-hmm. In this case, this person. We usually do that, right? I'll just take two stash, I think. Yeah, so next set, uh, Kutu. Thank you so much for uh, taking your time. Oh, thank this. you. It's been a really stressful week, and I really needed this. When I when I first went to hire uh, some some extra hands, and I went through the line bowls that were looking for work, uh, I saw many people hesitated to uh, pick you because you were a child. But I had a feeling that uh, in your heart you'd you'd really be able to connect with these horses. They love children. Yeah, they're all they're they're great. I, I, this was this is the most fun I've had in months. <laughs> well, uh, I've got stables all throughout Eruvia, so if uh, I, I I might not be there personally, but I'll definitely keep an eye out. Thank you. And uh, I'll let you know if if anybody buys Talitha. I see the way you you look at her. Yeah. Thank you. I. I wish her all the happiness in the world. <laughs> horse folding. I miss horses, guys. Yeah. Relatable. All right. So those are the rewards. Drakes, you wanted to do something. 
Uh, yeah. So Drix is going to or use use a bunch of favor to purchase a specialty gear. Ooh. He's gonna buy a bunch of crimson elixir and violet remedy. Drix, you head back to the pride of Duskwall, or rather the station. The pride isn't exactly there. Mister McClaremont is there. Oh, good good evening, Mister McClaremont. How you doing? I, I assume you got the mime all patched up. I know we had a rough go of it. Yes, yes, not a very talkative fellow, but um, just sitting, sitting in his presence, you got the sense that um, you know, he's a very sensitive soul. I um, unfortunately, certainly know that to be the case. So I suppose you are not doing very well yourself if you've inquired as to uh. The services I provide on the Pride of Duskwall. You would not be incorrect. It's strange that none of you have asked so far for any of my um, mixtures and uh, alchemical uh, compositions up until now. Although I suppose it has made my job easier. Yeah, um, well, generally we haven't really needed them yet. Usually, you know, a quick trip to the Physiker... Uh, we'll patch us up, but sometimes, well, let's just say this last this last line got a little rough. It was I I heard I heard and I saw yeah. Although I did not see the uh, demon with which you did combat. Yeah, it it was an experience. I have no doubt, my boy. I have no doubt, my boy. I'm glad to see you all in one piece. Thanks, Mr. Claremont. So, how long have you been making these remedies? I I mean, you know, generally. Well, I've been tooling around for some time. This is primarily the job I was hired on board for, although my uh, previous affiliation with certain churches, uh, well, they were an added benefit in uh, Candace's eyes. I see. Just a burden in mind. Make you do two jobs at once. Yes, well, I think that I do more material good in this capacity than uh, I did preaching anything of the Church of the Sacred Flesh. Well, I'm glad you're able to find some fulfillment in it. I do, but I will caution you. I'm not some back-alley drug dealer trying to get you hooked. I caution you to take too many of these. While I did bemoan the lack of uh, use earlier, I I do not wish for you to feel dependent upon either Crimson Elixir and certainly not Violet Remedy. Now, Mr. McClaremont, I can promise you that I will drink both of these responsibly, and and that's the end of it. (laughs) Alright then. I completely lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry, Mr. McClaremont. (laughs) It's alright. Here, have a sip of the remedy. It'll clear your head right up. Excellent. Um, <laughs> Drix in front of Mr. McClaremont lines up four bottles. <laughs> now listen, boy. Now listen, boy. Again, now the reason why I was giving you that speech is because you did ask for four whole bottles. Uh, uh, total, he asked for six. <laughs> sorry, I saw. You did, you did ask for uh, a half dozen. Now, uh, you do not intend to imbibe uh, all six at once. No, no, of course not. That would be ridiculous. I am, I have two for the road. <laughs> and all right, then he all starts right. chugging the four. 
just knocks them back like shots. So like the 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 crimson elixir goes down and it feels uh vaguely reminiscent of um like tingles from the physiker, uh but there's like more pain to it. Uh as stuff like knits and fix, fixes back together. Uh when you knock back the violet remedy, it's weird. So the in-game immune thing is it removes trauma. It just kind of, it doesn't like, it doesn't like, it's not like you forget the thing that worried you, but you just feel more like in it. You feel more alive uh, and your head clears some and you like, you can acknowledge that thing that happened to you, but you can just like move past it real easy. So it's a magic Xanax. Yes. Okay. Correct. <sighs> All right there, boy. Yeah, you know, thanks, Mr. McClaremont. That hit the spot. <laughs> now, if you can promise to uh, be responsible with those, I could inform you that, uh, well, that the door code for the parlor car has been left upon this uh, piece of parchment for myself, and I do believe the hot tub is unattended. Oh, my God! Mr. McClaremont, you are my hero. <laughs> I've let's had the longest day. Well, let, let us go, boy. Let us go. I could use a little relaxation. Amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Night. The dome. Uh, the dome over the Udu. It's present. It's heating up. Slowly getting redder. Even redder than the metal of the dome is the fire of the forge. There are plenty of spark rites. Uh, in Iruvia and Uduasha especially. If your money's good, they'll take you. Even though you're an Imperial, you get a, a couple of weird looks. But you've got that Lime Bull badge, so they understand you're just passing through. And yeah, there's a, there's a Spark, right? Who got your order. <laughs> Who got my order kind of passed through by uh, Mr. Dava. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Got your order, and he comes by. Let me see your hands. Here you go. Mm. And then he goes, and he, like, Takes uh, several uh, measurements. All right. How much can you lift? Yeah, I'm I'm reasonably strong, but like I I have some uh some designs that I think might be able to to help you out a little bit. And Pip uh fetches from the inside sort of like jacket pocket that he was still wearing. Part of the reason why he was still wearing this, even despite his complaints about the heat, was to hold on to this uh. This little sketch. Just like big gauntlets, big bolts, but they sort of like go up and over the shoulders with like a collar piece. So it's, it's kind of like a brace to it, but these big gauntlets just sort of like they go down the arm and just sort of like connect onto the wrist. Look to be imperial schematics. Could be a problem if these should be misplaced. Yes, uh... Uh, I, I got him on a as as a favor. I was told to to bring him here, so so here I am. Well, they'll forge just as well on Eruvian fires. This this more than what I could hope for. Thank you, thank you very much. I I don't really have a, much of a name for them, but they're uh the the ghost grabbing gloves. You see, <laughs> for grabbing ghosts. That'll do just fine. Keep your coat on. It's close enough to a suit. I assume this goes on over the suit. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the plan. Good, you can measure it out. Don't move. Pip stands stock still. What's your train? You see, uh, the Pride of Dusk Wall. Ugh, of course it is. Oh, <laughs> I'll name it, alright. Alright, we have your order. McKeel. Yeah, sorry about that. It's, uh, I hope this is sufficient. And Pip pays him the uh, local Arubian currency that he exchanged favors for in order to get put at this request. Won't even have to go to Rukuet to exchange these. Thank you, Imperial. I figured I'd save you a little bit of trouble, but it's... Listen, I, I, I might work for the, uh, the Imperial Railways, but I haven't considered myself Imperial for a long time. And I, uh, I think these will go a good long way towards uh, helping with that. Those are very honeyed words, Imperial. And yet, you cannot change the fact that you are Imperial. I am Eruvian. And that matters, regardless of whether you consider yourself an Imperial or not. I shall have your glove sent. Thank you for the money. It does, but uh, I'll just... Uh, <laughs> the sound of heavy Sparkcraft equipment uh, drowns out what you're saying as he puts yeah. the welder, like a welder mask down. Uh, Pip leaves very deliberately the, uh, the documentation, the, uh, the designs for these, these gauntlets. With all that out of the way, after a couple more true, uh, or as close to true as possible, days and nights, uh, the dome lifts off of the Udu once more. The uh, fires of the uh, the princes burn and will illuminate a pride of Duskwall, newly repaired as you guys get ready for the next line to Cloudspire. Yay! Woo! I'm from there. Pride of Duskwall is now arriving. Please allow all passengers to exit the train before boarding. This has been Ghosts on a Train, where we've played Ghost Lines, an RPG written and designed by John Harper. All of our music by Sebastian Black. Our cover art is by Yoshiko Agresta. Your line balls for this trip were... Andrew Anderson, badge name Dunville. Played by me, Hannah. Adric, a.k.a. Drix. Badge name Colburn, played by me, Stefan. Pippin, Pip, McKeel. Badge name McKeel, played by Guy. And I have been your conductor, Greg. If you have any questions about the Pride of Duskwall or additions to suggest for the train, please email them to ghosttrainpod at gmail.com or contact us on Twitter at ghosts underscore train and I'll have Candace bring them to the line bowls. Thank you for riding with us and please consider traveling with us again next time. This program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours. 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 yours Faustian yours, Nonsense yours, thanks yours, you for yours, your patronage. Yeah. Just like yours.